Hello, and welcome to season two of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And welcome back, everybody. We took a little bit of a break from season one, took a couple weeks off so Sarah could get some recuperating done from her surgery. Yep. And I could get some rest from school, <laughs> school and work and everything else. And we're ready to get started and going again. Yay! Did y'all miss us? So how are things going, Sarah? Uh, they're going okay. Eating that sandwich was a mistake. Oh, yeah? What was it? Yeah. Uh, it was some um, chicken lunch meat and some cheese on bread. Mm. I had a sandwich and I took two bites of it and I was like, I don't think this lunch meat is good anymore. So I threw it away. Mm, gross. Yeah. Well, what do you want to talk about? Because we didn't really plan anything out this time other than record for season two welcome to (laughs) season two everybody (laughs) um i guess we can catch up on what we've been doing the last couple of weeks okay Ooh, can we talk can we talk about how everyone is going to hell yes because of all of the memes and videos and jokes being said about the submarine and the poor rich people that lives were lost the poor rich people. The only person on that thing that I feel bad for is the teenager because he didn't even want to go. He only went because he really wanted to make his dad happy. Ooh. He did not want to go at all. Well, I've, I've been seeing a lot of memes and stuff. And I, the last the last conversation I heard happening about it is who is going to pay for the rescue operation? Because like that's not those the army and they're not the army the uh national the guard national the guard. navy and like canada sent, canada sent people so it's like who's gonna pay for that and foot the bill and my suggestion everybody keeps saying oh the families of the people that went down should do it the, the families the families it's like mm. i mean i don't think so i think the company is the one that needs to pay for it because they're the ones that didn't take care of the safety regulations they didn't get it inspected they didn't run tests um so it's fully their their fault it's not the fault of the the people that were that paid the ticket to ride into the submarine right it's the fault of the people that manufactured the submarine correct i would agree with that so they should have to foot the bill i think in my opinion for the rescue operation that happened Oh, no, I absolutely agree with you. I think that the company should pay for everything. But, like, I don't know. Ryan was like, I wonder why if the families are going to sue the company. I'm like, well, they probably can't because they signed the The waiver waiver at the beginning. And And the waiver apparently said death in it, like, three different times. Which, that makes sense because, I mean, you're going into a very pressurized part of the ocean. In a tin can. Even if, like, even some of the best... And the things that have met the regulations, sometimes something happens to them and they have the same thing happen. I don't know about the whole imploding portion, but things happen. They get stuck. They lose air. They run out of oxygen. It loses pressure and maybe implodes after that. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that pisses me off the most, though, about the whole situation is that the Navy heard the implosion on Sunday. Yeah. Shortly after they they went missing. They didn't know what it was. They heard a noise. Right. It could have been the implosion. They're saying, yes, it probably was the implosion, but there's 
there's no way to actually ever know if that's what exactly it was. I mean, I'm sure we can assume that that's what it was since now there's debris. My thing is, I wonder why it took so long to find the debris if it was as close to the wreckage of Titanic as it was. Right. I'm just like, mm, mm. <laughs> but I mean, let's just let all the people on that uh, that migrant ship drown. Right. And there was like, what, 400 people and they were only able to save just over like a hundred under 200. Yeah, they saved like 150, I think. Yeah. And then like have the audacity to be like, well, they didn't want to be saved. And it's just like, that's not accurate. Y'all are assholes. But anyway, whatever. It's Look, fine. You could, say, you could say the same thing about the people that went down in the submarine. They didn't want to be saved either. I mean, that is also true. It's just like, they thought that they were fine. So, mm. but anyway, but anyway. And I want to talk. So moving away from that and into like the crazy song that has taken over the summer. Have you heard it? I don't know. What is it? Padum Padum by Kylie Minogue. No, I have not. I'm going to try and take a screen, like a, a short clip of it and throw it in here in the, the video. Um, but you should look it up. It's And you probably have heard it because it's like all over TikTok and all over everything. Oh, probably. Um, so you've probably heard it. It's just, it, it's a fun song. I think it's, it's a fun song and it's a new song by Kylie Minogue and a little bit of a time, a little bit of time. Uh, but it's literally taken over my feed. <laughs> people are making memes about it and people are learning the dance, which is hilarious and awesome. So that's cool. But it just, I cannot scroll through TikTok without seeing it. And it's, it's a good, it's a fun song. Like I said, I, I don't know that I would download it and listen to it on a regular basis, but it's on my For You page. There we go. Well, I have it pulled up to listen to after we're, after we're done. Yeah. Um, Kylie Minogue was my, uh, her video. Sexual awakening. Yes. So her video can't get you out of my head. There's this one outfit that she wears. It's a white outfit. If you've ever seen the video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, she's wearing this outfit. It's like, it's got like a little hood on it and it comes down way far. And, uh, yes, young oh, yeah. teenage Young teenage Sarah saw that for the first time and was like, holy shit. I think that's funny because it's like you talk about um, there's this thing where it's like gay men are like, oh, I don't want to be with her. I want to be her. <laughs> and like that's that's their awakening. Yeah. My awakening was like, oh, I want to do so many things to this woman. <laughs> but that's I mean, that we can talk a little about music. I am excited because I found I mean. So whenever I, I used to have an Android phone and I would, ooh, darkness. Sorry. <laughs> I would, I would always um, buy music from Amazon Music at the time. So I would buy it and download it to the phone. And I, I also would buy uh, CDs. And I remember you went with me, I think it was, to buy the Duffy CD when it came out. Yes. So we went there, we went and bought it. And the guy, the guy, do you remember the guy at the checkout said? He, was he tried like, to like suggest like Metallica or something. Yeah. He was like, oh, did you know that there's a new Metallica or Aerosmith or something like that album that came out? I was like, I don't care. This is what I came to buy. He's, yeah. I remember you looking at him and going, okay. Good this for is them. What I wanted. <laughs> cool, dude. Um, but <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> but leading into that, it's like, and I wasn't just saying that to tell the story. Um, I, I lost the music and I don't have the CD anymore uh, because when I what I used to do is like buy the CD rip it and then save it to my Amazon music list um, right. apparently Amazon music went through and if it wasn't something you bought from Amazon got rid of everything so I don't have it anymore so I went and bought it on um, Apple music now so I have her CD again 
and I've been listening to it nonstop. But the other song that I've been listening to nonstop and I've sent it to you, love this song. It's hilarious. It's called uh, See Me Naked. Let me look up who it's actually by real quick. Uh, But I found it on TikTok and it's an awesome song. I love the sound. See Me Naked by Bentley Robles, Robles maybe, and Z Machine. And again, I'll try and take a clip of it and put it in here um, in the recording. Just a small clip so that we don't get in trouble. Um, but it's <laughs> it's a fun song. I, I love it. I When I'm in a bad mood, I put it on repeat in my car and <laughs> just bump to it. There you go. What about I've you? I've been playing um, a, a mixture of things. Um, one of the things I've been playing a lot has been Hallucinate by Dua Lipa. Okay. It's really good. Um, but then, of course, I've also been listening to, you know, crazy stuff like my Korean music. Um, I, I'm super addicted to this one Italian song, pop song called uh, Bellissima by Annalisa. It's dope. Love it. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I've been. I've also been listening to like a lot of, uh, Queen Herbie. So, um, and like, actually you're the one who got me into them in the first place because she's, um, the vocalist from Carmen. Oh, okay. Yeah. The duo Carmen. So she does stuff on her own now as Queen Herbie and three of the, Three of the songs that I've been obsessing over for like months now is um, Violence, Abracadabra, and Naughty Girl. And I'm just like obsessed. Every time they come on, I do a little dance. I'm very excited. (laughs) I've never heard of that. Um, But hey, that's fun. Um, Also, have you heard? Did you hear what happened to BB Rexa? Uh, No, I did not. So at a concert in New York City, um, a concert goer threw their phone on the stage and it hit her in the face jesus she had to go and get three stitches what's her name um ava max uh a concert goer came up and like literally punched her in the face god what's wrong with people like apparently he was like obsessed with her and like has convinced himself that they're meant to be together have we not learned any security have we not learned anything from selena uh what is that other girl's name down she's a fan shot her um what is her name i don't know hold on she was like a, a youtube music person Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember her name. She got killed during Pulse. No. No? No. Christina Grimmie. Yes, Christina Grimmie. She was uh, she was exiting maybe a nightclub. I mean, it might have been Pulse, but she was leaving a nightclub or she was leaving a gig or something. And a crazy male fan that was kind of the same thing you're saying, convinced that they were going to be together, went there and just killed her. Like shot her. Yeah. What is wrong with security? Come on. It's your, you have one job. Protect the people. <laughs> right do your job <laughs> um yeah no, i know i don't know i don't know but somebody was saying that about um they posted a clip of it on twitter of ava max and i was just like jesus like he full-on clocked her like she said later that he hit her so hard that he like didn't just like hit her face he hit her eye and like scratched it ah yikes so well um the other thing I want to talk about, because now that I have my Google pulled up, because I was looking up um, singer, what singer got hit in the face with a cell phone. <laughs> my last, it's funny, my last um, few Google searches. Uh, the first one is what singer got hit in the face with a cell phone. The last, the next one is I 
couldn't remember i couldn't place who dua lipa was so while you were talking i looked up dua lipa and then before that it was mental health issues in the u.s 2023 u.s family income average 2022 you can kind of tell that i started back at school <laughs> yeah and then jessica mcnamee mcname n-a-m-e-e -E. um she, we were i was watching the meg and she looks like a kmart version of rebecca romaine so i had to look up who it was and then look up her uh and then the number of people attending college in rhode island out of, from the from out of state again we're back to my school um androgyny leading cause of mental health issues and then role <laughs> mental health plays in learning and indiana bmv <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, I used to work there. Such a weird group of things to Google, but it was for like school and then um the Indiana BMV is because the plates are coming due for the rogue and it's still registered in Indiana. Oh. See, my Google search was uh Ian Dosher books. Um, because I wanted to see whether or not he'd written a Shakespeare version of all the Star Wars movies, which he has. Um do a barrel roll because I wanted to watch Google spin around. Um, oh, that's cool. Cold towel migraine because I had a migraine last night. Um, when do I need to go to the hospital for high blood pressure? <laughs> and what blood pressure is too high? Isn't it like if it's over like 180 over 90 for an extended period of time or something like that? It's 180 over 110. Mm. So if it's any higher than that, or it stays at that level for longer than five minutes, uh, you need to go to the hospital. There you go, people. Good news was I was not that high. <laughs> I was high, but not that high. And then she got high. <laughs> Man, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Tonight, though. <sighs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, you want to talk about how your surgery went and how things are going with that? Oh, yeah, sure. We can we can talk about that. Because my coworker keeps asking me and I'm like, last time we talked, she was doing fine. So <laughs> so I had a radical hysterectomy. I found out that that's what it is. Um, there's a difference between a full hysterectomy and a radical hysterectomy in that a radical hysterectomy means all the reproductive organs are taken out. So it includes the ovaries, fallopian tubes, uterus, and cervix. Um, a full hysterectomy only includes the uterus and cervix for some reason. Not sure why, but anyway. So um, I have five really cool scars because they did it laparoscopically, um, all kind of like in a half circle above my belly button. Um, as somebody who has a problem with um, picking at things, this has been extremely difficult for me. <laughs> as she picks her ear on her ear it's really hard okay <laughs> um that's, I just what, wanna... that's what he said anyway um it it sucks going to the bathroom still which is kind of i guess kind of weird apparently by like the third week which is where i'm at now it's supposed to not be bad anymore but it is um it feels weird i'm fine but it feels weird so last night I was having some like phantom pains where my ovaries used to be. And it was weird to go from like being able to like feel them because they were so heavy from me doing the IVF <laughs> to not feeling anything at all. <laughs> like I knew they were there and now they're not. <laughs> um, you also made a funny, a fun, um, a fun. Oh my gosh. What am I trying to think of? You learned something fun. A oh, fun discovery. That's where I was going. Jesus, um, that your organs, if something is moved or something is taken away, move in to take out the void, which I still think is really <laughs> uncomfortable. I would really like my organs to just stay put. <laughs> I mean, they do for the most part, but when there's room, they will fill the void. 
They will fill the void. They will stretch out. It's just like when you have a when you're pregnant with a baby, they move, they compress to give the baby more room. Yeah. I mean, the baby pushes them out of the way, really. Than I was going to say anything. The, the, the baby's like, let me just. <laughs> let me just punch you in the gut. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> let me stomp on your bladder. Do the, do the rain dance on your bladder for a few months. You know. The good news is, is I never have to worry about that because the only thing I gave birth to was my own organs. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, no, finding that out was mortifying, actually. I find that really kind of horrifying, but you know, whatever, in a, in a cool way. Um, I love that Sam was making fun of me and being like, you write horror stories and you're so squeamish. And I'm like, okay, but it's, I'm squeamish about stuff in my own body. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like it's different when it comes to my body. <laughs> yes, it's like I can watch the true crime stuff, all that, you know, all that gory bullshit. But that's different. That's not me. <laughs> that's not my body. So anyway, um, but I would say like overall, I'm I still have some soreness. Um, which I think is to be expected. Every my like incisions look fine. Um, and other than like still being nauseous all the goddamn time, you know, I feel I feel pretty okay. I had uh, like a lot of energy the other day yeah. and started cleaning my room. <laughs> well, that's good. Is it, um, is it warm? Is it hot there right now? It is. It is warm. It's um, ninety one degrees outside, and it is seventy nine degrees in the house. Ugh. Yeah, I can't do it over seventy six. Like. I would kill someone if I had to live in something that's over 76 degrees. Yeah. Someone would die. The good news is, is that I have this lovely box fan over here blowing directly on me. And then I have the, the ceiling fan above me. So that helps. And I keep it dark in my room. You should um, get a, like to put in front of the fan, a like bucket or some, like a, a tub and fill it with ice water. And it makes like a makeshift air conditioner yeah that's what nick was saying last night um which i i may look into that but we're we're talking right now about getting like a window unit for me since i'm the only one who apparently uses the air conditioner which is insane to me what kind of person i guess if they've lived in texas their whole life they're maybe used to it well what person doesn't use their air conditioner i have no idea because like, it is not me it is not me <laughs> when we lived in the apartment in california it, they didn't have air conditioning and they're like oh yeah it's normal for not you to not have an air conditioning uh, central air in your unit like how is that normal i mean i get it it's north it was north Cal northern california so it's like it doesn't get as hot as it does in southern california or uh, the middle of california central california right but it did get hot and it's like for those days we're on this we were on the second and third floor because it was a townhouse and it started on the second floor so it it's like it gets hot yeah, heat rises. And we had to buy those window air conditioners where they were they were called portable air conditioners. And you basically like had this unit that sat in your your room or yeah. the room that it was in. And then it piped the um, other the air outside, like the hot air out. And it they worked, but they they made our electricity go up crazy amount. Yeah, I bet. I bet. That's kind of like where I'm at right now is I'm just like, it's not going to make our energy bill stay high. But I think if you're only doing it in one room and you're not trying to cool the entire place, it's not as 
much of a difference as it is if you try to if it's working to cool the entire the entire house to the same temperature right so in theory if they like they if they just turn off the air conditioner and the rest of the apartment or the rest of the house and your room is the only one that's running extra temp or extra it, it's cheaper in the long run to just cool one room than it is the whole house yeah i guess but I'm also like, this also means I'm, again, never leaving my room. Yeah. Paying a lot of money to just live in my just, room. Just walk around naked. Like, what? I can't work, walk through here in clothes. It's too hot. I will literally combust. And not in a good way. <laughs> I don't think there is a good way to combust. I don't know. If you if you slow that word down just a little bit. Oh, you're disgusting. You're, <laughs> you're, you're disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. <laughs> And you love me. <laughs> um, so anyway, what do you got going on? How has your summer been so far? Um, Other than getting your innards taken out. And I hate that word, innards. I also hate that word. I don't know why you used it. <laughs> I don't either. And I used it on the last season too. So it's... <laughs> I know it's weird um other than having my parts removed um let's be let's be um actual about it your reproductive organs were removed yes there. so other than having my reproductive organs removed um i feel like my summer's going pretty well actually i um i'll be allowed to go, go swimming after this week because i'm allowed to start swimming again after four weeks very excited um and then let's see what else i've been doing a lot of writing i'm working on my third book of poetry i think maybe about 17 poems and i'll be done with it so i'm hoping to have it done by my birthday so pretty excited about that um other than that there's not a whole lot going on i'm just mostly chilling no. i'm bored out of my mind i want to go back to work <laughs> when are you when can you go back to work i'm gonna ask i have an appointment on tuesday to find out what my pathology reports are. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so Tuesday, I'm gonna ask and be like, "Can I go back to work now?" <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, which of course I was telling one of my friends earlier. I was like, I feel a little bit like Schrodinger's cat right now. I both have and do not have cancer until I find out my pathology report. Yeah, right. <laughs> So I don't have cancer, but I probably have cancer, but I don't have cancer. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's unknown. <laughs> anyway, what about you? What about your summer so far? Uh, it's been going okay. I've been busy with work and uh, school started back up. So I ended my class. Um, and I think the last thing I sent you guys is it was a 99.3. Yes. But after that, he went through and reread the syllabus and the the description of the assignment and he updated my grade and i ended it with a 99.9 percent .9%. dang it's like one freaking 0.1 percent not even one percent 0.1 percent away from being a 100 percent. but i was like whatever that's fine i'll i'll work with that that's that's totally fine it was probably because the assignment or the discussion board was in the very first week and i don't think they're allowed to go back and change grades more than like three weeks like after mm. so that's probably that why sense. he wasn't able to um but other than that um i started my new class it is teaching adult learners which has been fine the first assignment drove me insane and i hated it because they wanted us to do it in uh, uh they wanted us to create the the assignment in PowerPoint, but the assignment didn't seem like it was tailored to be put into a PowerPoint presentation because mm -hmm. you were supposed to find a, and that's 
like you can tell by my Google search, um, you are supposed to find an issue that is impacting adult learners currently. Right. So I was like, okay, this doesn't really make sense to put in a PowerPoint presentation other than you want to see what our PowerPoint presentation skills look like. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to play that game. Just let me write a freaking paper. Because it basically you have to write like the way you're supposed to put a PowerPoint presentation together is in the actual presentation, like the slides that you display. Mm-hmm. If you're real life pre- presenting it, it's only supposed to be like highlights or key points of the information you're going to talk about. And then you're supposed to just fill in the information like right. as you go through. And you can't really do that unless you're presenting it without putting it in like the key, the notes section of the PowerPoint presentation. And it's like at that point, I'm just writing a paper. Right. Let me write a paper and leave me alone. So I gave him that feedback whenever I turned it in. Um, and I was like, I'm definitely going to get at at most an 80% on this assignment. And then I think it was thir- Wednesday or Thursday, uh, my assignment updated and I got 100%. So there you go. And Fantastic. the issue that I chose was uh, mental health exacerbated by an unstable economy. Sounds about right. And that's what I wrote about. So that Thank was fun. You. So, so far that's been going good. Um, we wrapped up our first session of ESL program at work and we're working on rolling out the second session um in august the end of august and i present my proposal for uh the rosetta stone portion esl program to my manager well my director um on monday yay so we will see where that goes because it's like the amount is like for 30 people it's less than six grand for a year oh dang so um that's like and then if you so when I did the math and it was like for 25 people, it was over six grand. It was like almost seven thousand. But for 30 people, there's a discount if you have more than like 30 or more. It was like just under six grand. So it's saving like almost eight hundred dollars to do five extra to do 30 people instead of just 25 right so we'll see i have a whole proposal about um what they're supposed to do during that and if someone isn't uh, participating as much as they're supposed to because i have like parameters set set up uh if they're not participating at least eight hours a week on the the app then they will be put on like a probationary period for two weeks and if they don't match or meet that eight hours for the next two weeks um, we can reassign the the license to someone else. There you go. So it's exciting. I'm I'm excited. I hope it works. I'm trying to figure out if I wonder if it's going to be we roll it out this year or if it's just something we include in next year's budget and just budget for it. I really hope we can roll it out this year um, because I would rather start it this year than have to wait until January to start it. Although it would make sense to start it in January because it's a full year of the program. Right. Um, And the idea is every month to have the people, have the participants meet together and like practice their English and then also um, get some feedback on what they can continue to work on. And then every quarter there is an assessment that the um, system can make them take or have them take and uh the idea is to have them improve by at least two percent every quarter nice an overall eight percent um improvement throughout the year which if we look at like if we looked at our esl program that the school did the improvement was 20 percent at minimum so of the 10 participants 
the lowest improvement was 20%. Right. So it was good. So I'm excited. Um, hopefully that'll work. And then we also have Friday, I meet with um, the global employee resource group for Pride, uh, the Pride uh, Employee Resource Group or ERG. And we are looking at rolling out a Pride ERG in Quincy. Woo! Which I will be the lead of. So we'll see how that goes. I'm excited. Um, and we'll see see what happens. A lot going on. A lot going on. Sounds like it. Busy, busy, busy. A lot more than me. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was going to say um, that one thing that I did was uh end a friendship with somebody oh during like the last three weeks so um i had this friend that i've been friends with for like 10 11 years now something like that and um we met when i was working at the bmv and she posted something really transphobic and so i said well it's been nice being friends with you but (laughs) bye it's been nice, but it hasn't been nice. I was like, it's been nice, but goodbye. Yeah, that's crazy. So that kind of put me in a bit of a funk. But, you know, because like, I mean, I hate ending friendships. But also, like, with all the information that's out there, you choose to be transphobic. You choose to be homophobic with all the information available. Yeah, and it's like sometimes friendships just come to a natural end. Conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they end. Not us though. You're stuck with me. I don't know. No, literally. <laughs> I will I will stalk your ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> I can move. <laughs> but other than that, I didn't have really I mean work. I watched we I yesterday I watched the Meg. Was that yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. And then I started watching um abraham lincoln the vampire hunter nice it was fun i've watched it before but i just wanted i saw it come up and i wanted to watch it again so i started watching it and then ryan came home and we watched uh drag race all stars and i we have to talk about drag race all stars because um i hate it season eight and i think the reason that i hate it and a lot of fans are like they don't like this season is because we had such an amazing season seven the cast was amazing there were i i don't understand why they didn't keep the no uh eliminations portion like that it was such a good platform for that few amount of people like i get it in a regular season and i wouldn't want them to be no eliminations in a regular season but with an all-star season it's like you they came through it once you should let them show what they have to show the entire season right but i just don't i don't know i don't there's something with this episode or this season that i just can't get behind and the eliminations so far haven't made any sense and i didn't i haven't liked them so not super enamored with this this season of all stars i was gonna say i'm looking at the the list the contestants and i don't even recognize any of the names um i mean a lot of them are from recent recent seasons like there's there's a couple from past like older seasons so jessica um jessica wild is from season two um yeah i see them and Monica Beverly Hills is from uh, season two as well. Season five. Oh, season five. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Alexis Michelle, I want to say she's season six. Alexis Michelle, season nine. Nine. So, yeah, I mean, they, they within the last like seven years, most of them. And then James Mansfield. You know who James Mansfield is. You should. Maybe. Maybe not. Trixie. Um, 
does has done a few videos with them. Oh, I recognize them by face, but not by name. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's an okay cast. Um, Jimbo is my favorite one, and I hope Jimbo wins. Uh, they're originally from Canada's Drag Race, and they've been on Canada's Drag Race, and then uh, UK versus the world, and now they're on All Stars U- US. Um, but I just, I haven't liked the way that they uh, have done the eliminations. I also haven't liked, I didn't like that um, Heidi and Closet left. So she just quit. One of the other girls just quit or was about to quit. And like Rue had to come in and yell at them and be like, get it together that you're here for a reason, which I don't understand why he didn't do it whenever Heidi and Closet was leaving. Unless it was just like there was no way she they was they were going to stop her from leaving. Right. I just I don't know. I'm over it. I'm ready for this season to be over. I really want them to. I hope that nothing stupid happens and they don't eliminate Jimbo because I want Jimbo to win. I was originally kind of like, okay, Jimbo's funny. And then he kind of got graded on my nerves. And But in UK versus the world, um, I started liking them better. And this season, they've been amazing. Their drag is great. Their comedy is hilarious. Their timing is amazing. I'm hoping that they win. That's that's my person. That's Sarah. Sarah doesn't care. Sarah is just like, you know, but uh, good good luck. I I just hope everybody has a good time. <laughs> and that's why I think they shouldn't have gotten rid of the um no eliminations for all stars. Like keep that. That's what I want. That's fun. And you get to see all of the new heightened drag. Right. But they are doing this stupid thing, which I don't it's it's okay, but it's not it's the f- winner of the fame game like the girl the contestants that do get eliminated are entered into the fame game so they have to on social media share the outfits that they would have worn if they made it into that episode but it's like that's I, the the costumes that they wear it, it's really only like a third of what what it is i want to see them in the challenge right i can understand that other than that not much is going on. You want to talk a little bit about how we're going to move forward with the the podcast and do some things differently this, this season? Yep. Like maybe talk about a movie to watch for next week and then review? True. True. <laughs> I I got distracted looking at the, the contestants for RuPaul because originally I was going to go to, you were talking about watching The Meg and I was going to go to Prime because I started watching something um, recently that I kind of wanted your opinion on. I, I haven't finished it yet, but it's called Wicked. It's from 1998. It's an hour and 28 minutes long. And it stars Julia Stiles, which is the whole reason that I was like, oh, let me watch that. It's because I love Julia Stiles. Um, but it's it's supposed to be like a, a creepy, you know, twisty movie. And I don't know why I decided to go ahead and watch it, e- even after Amazon suggested me that one terrible movie, <laughs> um, which I haven't got. Did I get to talk about that on here? I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. But anyway, but yeah, I'm just like. I don't know why I trusted you, but here we are. So here oh, I've seen this movie. Here I am. Wicked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. I'm working on it. It got really, it got really, really awkward. And I was like, Ooh, I need, I need a break. <laughs> I want to read the synopsis of it. Ellie is an average girl with typical teen problems, a bratty little sister, a nagging mom, and a father that denies her the attention she desperately craves. But Ellie is not the kind of girl that gets mad. She gets evil. <laughs> Okay. 
okay. <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen it, but I've seen the cover. Because when it, uh, it came out, I mean, it's it's old. But it was in, when I worked at the movie gallery. Yeah. It was like, it it's from 98, but yeah. Oh, kind of. So I'm just like, okay. So, um, not a spoiler. Um, her mom gets like brutally murdered. Like, and so I've, I've gotten just past where her mother is dead now. And I guess she's taking over as the adult female, whatever. So oh, yeah. the storyline says psycho killer about a teenage or, psycho thriller. About a, about a teenage girl who seems to be taking her mother's place after losing her to a brutal unsolved murder. Julia Stiles is in, is in an award-winning performance, stars in this deeply disturbing, wickedly hilarious, suburban, goth, suburban gothic Sundance Film Festival smash. That was a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm planning on finishing that. Rated R for violence, language, and some sexual content. Yes, definitely for violence. <laughs> definitely for violence because the way her mom died was brutal yeah it kind of reminds me of um uh orphan. orphan i've never seen orphan except she's the one that like the orphan is the one that's trying to kill the mother or replace the mother that makes sense um but yeah what kind of what kind of movie would you prime just added um spoiler alert with james went with jim parsons and oh yeah Field. let's do that one okay cool because it looks really good and it's it does look really good, and it's Pride, so we're in, yeah. we're in the last last few days of Pride. Although when the next season, the next episode airs, <laughs> it'll be after Pride, Pride Month. But I mean, we could always watch it. And... I mean, we're watching it during Pride. Yeah, <laughs> like because we're gonna watch it before next Friday, so it'll be during Pride. Yeah, and then um, I'm gonna start up another Google Doc for season two, and then just throw in some some possible movies that we can watch. Um, and I know we discussed a book. Correct. And you know how thrilled I am about that conversation because I hate reading. I was going to say, we're going to have to find something that you're going to be really, really into. And nothing that's crazy long because I'm a very slow crazy. reader. It's not that I'm... Okay. My you're not issue, a slow reader. It's just that you get bored easily. I get bored easily, but then I also, as I'm reading, I have to read every single word. And if I miss a word, I have to go back and start over from like the beginning of that paragraph. Um, or I get fixated on one word and I have to like, I get sidetracked and I have to go look it up and figure out what it means. And yeah, I, it, it happens. It's it. That's why it takes me so long to read. I just, I get sidetracked way too easily and I get bored. I also get sidetracked um, depending on what I'm reading. If I'm reading something that like has a lot of historical information that I'm, that I don't already have like a passing understanding of, I have to keep taking breaks to go look shit up <laughs> and then I get distracted and I end up down the rabbit hole and then I never get back. That's just where it is. Um, but yeah, we'll have to find something that both of us will enjoy. Um, probably something like short stories or something like that. Yeah, maybe poetry or something like maybe not a full book, but like a passage from like a collection of a collection of poetry. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Not a full maybe. I mean, sometimes maybe a full book, but not not, <laughs> not always. Right. A full not book. always. Yeah. And that's <laughs> like I think what we said whenever we were talking about it, uh, the plan is to do 
like maybe once a month we do a watch a movie and then talk about review the movie and then maybe once a month or maybe once a quarter do do a book review um i just i don't know we'll see i think we'll see how it goes the first couple of times and then and then go from there there we go that's the thing about our podcast it's pretty much whatever we want to do because it's ours exactly just to you know borrow from trixie and katya there (laughs) because it's our show and not yours (laughs) (laughs) i did say i wanted i was thinking um so there's in sec uh help i section my boss they have this uh etiquette etiquette of the week where um william talks about the origin of a, a name or a word or a phrase and i wanted to um maybe look at doing one of those every now and then where we talk about a phrase and then like talk about where it came from and what it means um oh my and god that's it right like, up my alley <laughs> and call it like turn a phrase and that's like every every week or so we talk about like we turn a phrase and talk about where where the phrases come from there we go that's fun too i like that i like that we have so many different ideas for this yeah like even like turn a phrase where did that come from <laughs> right right um i'm gonna be stuck on this <laughs> I sent it to our group chat because we have a group chat with um, me and James and our friend Sam. And I sent this picture that said 8 a.m. Too tired to think. Noon. Too tired to think. 5 p.m. Too tired to think. Midnight. How do dragons blow out their birthday candles? Wait, you sent that to the group chat? I thought I did. Oh, I do see it. I didn't see it until just now. I mean, it's like before I sent you that... um... (laughs) absurd song from uh bum bag on tiktok yeah and i'm just like i love that and also that's totally something that i do is randomly i'll just think of something and just be like wait oh also that tiktok that got taken down um it was uh call me by your name um by what's his name Lil nas x mm-hmm. but at the little caption said everyone uh everyone going to hell after making all the jokes about the submarine <laughs> and it was just him like on the uh stripper pole going to hell <laughs> i love that because same <laughs> but i think it got taken down so <clears throat> so the term the first known use of the phrase turn of phrase uh was in 19 or 17 1774 by benjamin franklin and experts guess that it or- the, its origins lie with the sense of words being turned like wood on a lathe. Hmm. Hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Anyways, what do you have going on this weekend? Um, let's see. Tonight I have date night. Um, because we're recording this on Saturday instead of Friday, since I felt like trash yesterday. Um, so tonight I have date night with Nick, and then tomorrow we're gonna go and hang out with my friend Sky, and I'm gonna get to meet her baby, and I'm so excited. I know you hate babies. I love babies. I think babies are the best thing in the world. They're if so you cute. supplement the word baby for dog, I would be I excited know. for you. I know. I know. I mean, if it helps at all, Sky has a dog. Now, granted, her dog and I don't really get along because her dog has bitten me before. Uh, that sounds like it was your fault, probably. It was not. I'm just, it's probably your fault. Oh my God. Anyway. You probably anyway. deserved it. Whatever you, whatever that dog does, you probably deserve to get bitten. Literally did nothing to the dog. I don't believe that. Literally you probably looked nothing. at it weird. Oh my maybe God. You, maybe you smelled offensive to it. You were that wearing doesn't mean it. you get to bite. I don't get to bite people who smell offensive to me. But you're not a dog. I could be. 
I'm a bitch. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to rain all day today here, but it rained earlier, and then like now it's like muggy and hot. Ew, and I say hot, and it's like maybe 80 degrees, probably 70 something, but it's just so muggy. It's gone up to 92 here, and bleh, bleh. I don't like it. Bleh. I could look. My phone says it's 72. It is 20 degrees hotter here. But it does not feel like 72. It's disgusting. I bet it doesn't feel like 72. It probably feels gross like it does back in Indiana when it does that. It says it feels like 76, but it's still, it's gross. Um, I don't have anything going on this weekend. Ryan and I will probably go get something to eat tomorrow. He want, He said he wants to go somewhere that has fish and chips, so we'll probably go to somewhere close. Um, I really want to, maybe today, I before I need to go get my hair cut. It's getting long. It doesn't look like it, but it is it's getting long and it's driving me nuts. Um, but other than that, I don't have much going on. I have my school stuff. This week we have an assignment, a discussion board, and a um, reading. It's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's basically like you do a, you take a quiz or read through a, it's a PowerPoint presentation. And at the end, it has an assessment questions about the reading, mm. which I've never, I haven't had to do. I had to do that for the last class, but I didn't actually have to do any of the reading because I knew everything up in the class. Um, so I just went through and answered the questions. And then this is the second class I've had. And this is my third to last class, Sarah. Woo! This one and two more and then I'm done with my master's degree. I will be able to say I have a master's. Master. Call me master. Wait, no, that's different. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Can we talk for a minute? Can we can we can we no. talk for a minute about that weird dream I had? Oh. <laughs> oh wait, let me hold on. Let me pull it up. <laughs> oh my god. So as a context. I get this message from Sarah while well, we were talking a little bit. And then I get this message um, that said, I have to tell you, I had the most inappropriate dream about, I'm not going to say the name, but one Thank of our you. old teachers. And <laughs> I, I didn't see the part where you had said about the old teacher. And I said, was it about an egg scramble? Because we were also talking about um, scrambling up my eggs, scrambling up your eggs. Yeah. Uh and then I said, in response to you saying it was a teacher, I said, yikes, why? And you said, I have no idea. And I said, you said, yummy, give me that geriatric seed zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said he, you called him daddy. I did call him daddy in that dream. Sarah has daddy issues. I mean, accurate, but. Give me that like, geriatric seed zaddy. Just like. First of all, this was my theater teacher. And I'm like, okay. I never, never sexually attracted to him ever. That's not a thing. And the next thing I know, I'm in this dream and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I think, I think the thing that threw me off when I was like thinking about it is prior to now, I've never had like we didn't have any really sexy teachers no. or anything like that <laughs> at school. So like I've never like the only teacher I can think of that I had an interest in was when I was in college. My math professor was attractive, but like Ooh, I had a I had a teacher's assistant at the art institute that I was like I can't remember what his name was. It was like Zepp or something weird. Mm. Oh no, it was Topher. His name was Topher. Like Topher Grace. Yeah, and I was like mm, Topher. 
How you no, doing, Topher? <laughs> but like, I mean, I did give I did give my math professor my number, but he never he never called. Um, inappropriate, Zara. It was at the end of the semester. It doesn't matter. He wasn't my teacher anymore. I waited until he wasn't my teacher anymore. Um, but I just I even then though I've never had an explicit dream about a teacher that has never happened. And then all of a sudden my brain's just like, okay, your theater teacher who was old when you were in school. I think he retired, didn't he? While yeah. we were still in school? I think he retired like right after we graduated. Maybe. The only reason I said that is because I don't think he did. The senior musical? Yeah, weird. Anyways, I, I ooh, oh, it's funny you were saying that and I was telling Ryan, we were at lunch yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And I was wearing my um, ERG shirt that says YPN, which stands for Young Professionals Network. And he goes, kind of ironic. I was like, what? Because I don't network? I know, I get it. And he goes, no, because you're not professional. I was like, I was so offended. Dang. Like, How dare you? He's like, I knew that was going to get you because <laughs> it's not, I didn't, you don't care that I, if I call you, you're not, if I say you're not young, but if I say you're not professional, I know that will get you. <laughs> I was like, I will leave you here. <laughs> You're like, you can walk home. It's not that far away from where we live, but I will leave you here to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I just. He said something the other day and I was like, I have a, I have a, um, my brain isn't working. Um, ugh, Sarah, what is it called? I have a voucher for uh, Greyhound that you can use if you want to go back to Indiana. <laughs> He was like, why do you keep doing that? Because <laughs> it's like, it is like the third or fourth time I've said that while we've lived here. Uh, you can move. Do you want to go back to Indiana? You can. <laughs> Leave your car here, though. You're like, you're just going to have to hoof it there. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what get to hitchhiking, babe. Um, I, We had made a funny joke about when I was leaving my um, egg retrieval because one of the one of the rules was that you couldn't take an Uber or a Lyft home from the egg retrieval it had to be somebody that you knew why because you're so doped up from the procedure hmm. that you can't defend like defend yourself that makes sense okay yeah that makes sense so um so it specifically says on the paperwork that you have to have a responsible adult and i was like what did you get <laughs> i was like i don't know any responsible adults <laughs> so <laughs> So my manager and my coworker were like, you mean you don't know any responsible adults? I was like, I mean, we're adults, but are we really responsible? <laughs> and so I'll, they're like, what are you going to do? Just hitchhike home? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. I'm all doped up on medicine. So let me just walk home from South Austin. <laughs> and then my manager's like, please don't do that. I, like I will come and get you. Please don't do that. I was like, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna walk home from that. Are you kidding? You can barely walk down the street. <laughs> right. I'm like, I still haven't recovered enough to walk to the bus stop. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but yes, a lot of fun. A lot of fun things that I've learned on this on this journey of having my organs removed. When do your classes start? Didn't you sign up for school? I did. I did sign up for school. Um, August. I don't remember. What day in August? That's just Only... over a month away. I know. I'm definitely not panicking or anything. Mostly because I'm saying like... that next week after next week is July. I know. It feels like this year has gone by so fast. Yeah. 
I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand. How is it, how is it going this fast? But I guess they, they do say the, the older you get, the faster time goes. So, but here. Next Saturday is the 1st of July. Ooh, that's exciting. That means I have the following couple of days off. I might just take off the entire week. There you go. The week of the 4th. I don't have a reason to, but I might. Oh, and Laura's birthday is July 3rd. Kristen's mom. I hate that. Sorry, I just got an email Jeez. about loans. Laura, you don't even know Laura, Sarah. Know, you don't even not, know her. I'm not talking about Laura. I was looking at this email because I'm going to have to start paying my student loans back, according to this. Not if you start in August. You start class again. It gets put on pause. Yeah, but apparently repayments are going to resume 60 days after June 30th. Yeah. So my estimated total payment is $236.89 a month. But that'll stop when you start going back to school. I know. I mean, it won't stop. It, it'll, it will be put on pause again. It'll be paused, yeah, but gross. Anyway, um, I was trying to find out when school started up again. You go do 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 current students. So classes. I hate people. Why does this not tell me? I also hate people. So this is a um it's from the Huffington Post on uh GOP Senator Marsha Blackburn floats theory floats conspiracy theory on Titanic sub and Hunter Biden. Oh my god. How fucking stupid. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican of Tennessee, has appeared to suggest that an announcement about the fate of the missing Titan submersible was somehow planned to distract from accusations against the president's son, Hunter Biden. It's he he turned himself in and he pleaded guilty and it was in the public. Like there were there were headlines about it. It wasn't hidden. Right. I'm like that that was a thing. Anyways. But anyway, going back to when classes start. Alright, so my classes start August 21st. So I have a little less than two months right now. And I currently am signed up for art history, British literature, the history of Texas, and humanities 101. That's a lot. Yeah, but I figure art history and humanities going to be fairly straightforward i'm not as worried about those as i am the um texas history i guess i'm not really worried about british lit either because like i'm good with literature but the class i really am most dreading having to take is math yeah i mean you can do everything on a calculator now i mean true unless you get into like that theoretical math which it's like it you start talking about um oh God, what are they called uh imaginary numbers <laughs> Right. Like, no, no, there's always a number. Um, anyways, well, do you want to call it a podcast? After I make this one comment about um, imaginary numbers, mm -hmm. the whole reason that we have Alice in Wonderland and Alice Through the Looking Glass is because Lewis Carroll was a mathematician who did not like all the changes that were coming to mathematics, including imaginary numbers. And so he wrote Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass as kind of a diatribe against the new mathematics 
as well as a tribute to Alice Liddell. I do have to say, I've seen how they are teaching kids to do like multiplication now. And I'm like, why do I have to draw a grid and add up the grid and then put those together? It's like, just give me a freaking calculator and let me do it on a calculator. Right. In no world will I not have access to a calculator. Which is so funny because they told us growing up, you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. And I'm like, what is this? What is this phone in my hand? Like I could get one calculator. I could get one implanted into my arm if I wanted to now. (laughs) That's true. That's not true. (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) But they do have like the the new glasses and stuff like that. You you have the ability to have a calculator on the glasses that have like a um computer built into them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's I mean, that makes sense. So I have a couple things that I need to cut in and add to this, like the music that we were talking about and try not to add too much because then we'll get copyright stricken and not be able to post it. It'll get taken down. It'll get taken down and that'll be the end of the podcast. <laughs> well, that'll we really, be... really be calling it a podcast. I'll have to remove the <laughs> remove that from the recording. <laughs> Which isn't that difficult. I just had to go in and delete it from the and then move the rest of it around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going right. to call it a podcast. Yes. Now I'm ready to call it a podcast. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please like, comment, follow, and subscribe. And leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is our Instagram and Twitter are uh, Now About That Pod. And if there's something specific you would like us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Or visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com. And you can also give us a call or text with any question you would like us to answer on the podcast. Our phone number is 765-557-4170. I almost said my own personal number there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on Monday. And Sarah, have a good weekend. You too. And I'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.